Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, welcome to All Music Radio Podcasting. Your host, Mike Fortune, coming to you live from Washington, D.C., Another episode in the Racism, White Privilege in America series. Racial injustices in the U.S. amid the Aubrey murder trial. Basically, it's just a reflection. Regardless if, if Aubrey was killed or not, we still have racial injustice in this country, particularly when it comes to the justice system. White men think that they're back in slavery and they just kill uh, black folk at random. And for the most part, it feels like it. Seems like our justice system is not addressing it. Uh, they won't even charge people with hate crimes when, in fact, hate was behind it. On All Music Radio Podcast, we're going to bring this information to you right now on All Music Radio Podcast. Here we go. To a discussion on the wider impact of Ahmad Aubrey's death and what this trial means when it comes to race relations in this country. We're joined now by NAACP President Derek Johnson for more on this. President Johnson, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you. You know, here we are at day three of this trial. What stood out to you so far? Well, three days, and I'm still trying to get a sense of the evidence of a crime that was committed. Uh, if we cannot establish that, that Ahmaud Arbery actually committed a crime or they had any notion of a crime, the outcome of this trial can determine whether or not being black jogging in the neighborhood is an indictment, uh, conviction, and a death sentence. Individuals cannot have the liberty under this illusion of a citizen arrest to go in, prosecute, try, convict, and sentence to death individuals because they are black. There is no evidence of a crime. So there is no issue of a citizen's arrest, but even if it was a citizen's arrest, the use of a, a, a firearm. And to chase someone down for what would have amounted to even a property crime, it should not be a death sentence. You know, you also released a statement saying that the NAACP is deeply concerned with the racial discrimination in jury selection. And you call it a, a blight on this nation's criminal justice system. So what do you think the jury selection process shows about how much of an impact race plays into all aspects of this case, from Ahmad's murder to the jury? We really need to look at the whole jury selection process. If 25% of the population of that community is made up of African Americans, uh, the jury of one's peers should be the demographics of the community that's on trial. Uh, and that's really important, particularly with a trial like this that's so racially charged in the backdrop of the George Floyd summer in the reality of a state like Georgia where racial tensions have always reared its head. Uh, so the whole process of jury selections it needs to be reviewed. And you consider the unnecessary, the unnecessary 
uh, bar to serving on jur- juries is voter registration. Why do we even have voter registration in the first place, more, more or less than using voter registration to determine whether or not someone should be uh, called to serve on the jury? We must look at the jury uh, 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 selection process to ensure equity and justice in our system. So taking that into account, how do you think prejudice could impact the verdict of this case, uh, especially given Georgia's racial history? Well, you, you know, you think about, uh, you know, a jury of 12. In order to convict, you know, the reasonable doubt would loom heavy. But if one, two, three jurors say, you know, I can't convict these guys, I have reasonable doubt that they actually committed this murder, uh, although they said manslaughter, whatever the case may be, it could cause this jury to come back with a verdict of a mistrial or actually a verdict of, of innocent when, in fact, there was no crime committed based on the testimony over the last three days. The implication of that will give individuals across the country a concept that they have a license to kill black people. Uh, We cannot afford to have that in this nation. You know, the NAACP has played such an important role in this case. Well, in in so many cases like this across the country. Um, But the Brunswick chapter of the NAACP has been very heavily involved, gravely affected by Arbery's death, and has actually uh, been involved since April of 2020 at the family's request. How important is that to the community right now? Well, NAACP, we are a vehicle for voice in the African-American community. Our leadership is bottom-up. Uh, I, I am proud of, of the, of the Brunswick branch of the NAACP, how they have stepped up in this moment to provide support for the family, to be the voice of the community, to organize the community, turn out to vote, to try to get a more equitable uh, district attorney's office, you know, but for community leaders in that community, this would have been another case that was buried and, and another black man killed with no accountability. NAACP, 112 years ago, we were started as a result of, of African-Americans being lynched on average once a day. Uh, one of our biggest uh, uh, organizing activities was the, the lynching of Emmett Till. We recognized the problem with with the the, the 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 Rodney King incident in Los Angeles, and we're continuously seeing these type of episodes play itself out. We cannot be a democracy if we allow for mob justice and vigilante justice when, in fact, these are murderers uh, masquerading uh, around issues as if they're upholding the law. There was no law broken. These three individuals committed murder. Ahmaud Arbery should be alive today. Even if he would have taken a, a piece of plywood, it should not be a death sentence. So Ahmaud Arbery was murdered on February 23rd of 2020. Today, almost two days later. So while also taking into account, uh, we think about that and also the death of George Floyd and the protests that we saw around the world. When you think about the racial reckoning in our country, 
Are we doing better, Derek, at talking about race, about inequality of the justice system? Are we working toward effective solutions? You know, there was so much talk about this was a wake-up call after George Floyd. The conversation came up again surrounding the death of Ahmaud Aubrey and a number of other cases that have happened within the past uh, few years. Is this truly a wake-up call? Do you feel like we're moving forward and at least having better discussions and, and, and more, more change going on across the country? I think we're having better discussions, but I'm more interested in better outcomes. And that's, I think that's most important. Uh, the prior administration created a dynamics where people were more emboldened to display uh, their white supremacist racist activity on the public square. That's something we had not seen in decades. And so as we're having better discussions around race, race equity, and justice in the justice system, in the backdrop of, of this incident and George Floyd, uh, looming on the other side of that is this white supremacist dogma that we're seeing in the public square that's really being pushed uh, by the, the former administration. And it's unfortunate because that tension exists in a way in which true democracy and white supremacy cannot coexist. We tried to force it to coexist uh, after the Confederates, the Confederate War. Um, once Confederates were defeated, we allow this notion of, of, of the Confederacy to creep back into the, uh, the discourse of our history, uh, when in fact it was a treasonous act that we should have suffocated any narrative that it was anything noble about it. And so now the reckoning really is around the public discourse. Are we going to allow white supremacist dogma to continue to dominate the, uh, the public square as we also have uh, fertile conversations moving towards policy changes that's more equitable, more inclusive, so we can have a justice system that's, that, that more reflect a humane approach to address, addressing some of our societal problems? Outcome, the key word here, especially when it comes to this trial. NAACP President Derek Johnson, thank you so much for your time. All right, we're talking about those injustices that exist in the U.S. The uh, Ahmad Aubrey case is just a reflection of what's already been going on. It just that case just allowed it to read itself in the public domain. On our music radio podcasting, and also we got our book on racism, white privilege in America, is available now on Amazon by Michael Fortune Senior. Come on, pick up a copy. We appreciate it. We love you. Thank you for the support you give us and continue to support us. If you'd like to listen to our radio station, go to www.allmusicradio.org. Get the listen button 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Be a hero, not a zero. Wear your mask, get the vaccine, baby. Save you. And somebody else from All Music Radio Podcasting, your host Mike Fortin saying love, peace, joy, and happiness from All Music Radio, brought to you by All Music Radio. The station for the lost but loved, for the free and forgiven, playing music that encourages you to live by faith and not by fear. All Music Radio. And baby, All Music Radio is more than just music, man. We are information that affects our daily lives. Have a great one. Love, peace, joy, and happiness from All Music Radio Podcasting. Your host, Mike Fortune, saying so long from Washington, D.C. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 